such a tremendous looking trophy. Welcome to Platinum Explosion, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Dylan Blight, and joining me as always, Ashley Hobley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here in another quiet week for PlayStation News. Damn right, another doopsy doing nothing going on. We're liars, of course, in the trophy cabinet <laughs> this week. A silver trophy, we're going to go over some Days Gone stats. The game's a year's old. A year, years old. It's a year old. What's in a gold trophy? I've been playing Predator Hunting Ground, so I've got some thoughts on that. And then a platinum, New Last of Us Two, Part Two, and Ghost of Tsushima release dates. And I mean, there's Last of Us leaks as well. But I will say up front, no, we're not talking about them. No, I haven't looked them up. No, I don't care to talk about them. No, I'm not going to look them up. ExplosionNetwork.com is a leak-free. Last of a zone, so don't you have to it's worry a about safe that. space. It's a safe space, that is correct. Um, before we get all to that, let's get into some next gen type PS5 stuff, news stories. First one Horizon Zero Dawn 2, or whatever the fuck ends up being called. Will <laughs> it end up being a PS5 game? Maybe, who knows? So, VGC Chronicle, Video Games Chronicle, uh, Writes, multiple sources have told VGC that Sony Interactive Entertainment has greenlit ambitious plans for the post-apocalyptic open-world franchise, which debuted in 2017 with 10 million selling Zero Dawn. That was a weird sentence, but... Amsterdam-based Guerrilla has always desired to deliver a series of Horizon games and a multi-part script was written, but the plan was officially agreed on after the original game's strong debut on the PlayStation 5. Horizon is set on a far future Earth where nature has reclaimed the planet, but massive animal-like machines rule the land. Zero Dawn follows the story of Aloy, a young woman on the quest to explore the ruins of the ancient past. Uh, the next installment, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, started development soon after the first game's release, sources said. Initially, the game was planned for PlayStation 4. However... It's thought that the development has now shifted entirely to focus to Sony's next generation console. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is said to be a gigantic in scope with a larger game world and more freedom to explore than its predecessor. People with knowledge of the game also indicated the inclusion of co-op feature, although it's not clear if this is delivered via the main story or a separate mode. At one point, Guerrilla was planning to release a standalone co-op game preview, with progress carrying on to the later full version of Zero Dawn 2, one person involved told VGC. However, it's not clear if plans are still in place. Uh, so, And then they point out that there was artwork from the first game that featured like two, uh, three characters in a co-op mode fighting a... Um, what are the official name of the Horizon monster things? You don't like... I know, I just want to call them mech dinos, but there was an official name, right? But I can't remember. Yeah, let me look. <laughs> like th- th- there is, you know, we gotta gotta watch out for the machines. Machines? <laughs> Did they just call them machines? That seems mm. like a let. <laughs> if that's yeah, what it was. I can't remember though. It's been so long. No, I'm looking. Dun, dun, dun. Looking for the information. Want to get a fax right? Do the little song. Fill time while Ash's computer searches is about one kilobyte a second. Oh, Jeeves, <laughs> yeah. what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what a song brilliant song yeah um i think they just call them machines to be honest i don't know yeah um so yeah just as yeah. machines okay well there you go um yeah so what 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 do you reckon is this horizon zero dawn 2 launch 
is this Horizon Zero Dawn 2 a game that's only just now sort of started being in development and is still years away? Is this no. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 was heavily in works for PS4 and now they've kind of switched gears and decided just to make it a PS5 title and it could still hit launch or shortly after or launch window? What? It came out 20. It was like February, 20, February 2017 or something, right? I assume when they started development, they would have assumed that it was going to be a PS4, a PS5 title. Um, and I would suspect they were looking at hitting PS5 launch window. Uh, I doubt it'll be like a launch. I don't think we're going to get Horizon Zero Dawn end of this year. Um, purely based on the fact that we're getting two first party games. Mm. major first party games already this year um i would be shocked if they released a third uh even though it'd be great obviously for us players to have a massive franchise game to kick off the new generation with i don't think there's very few instances of like a massive franchise game or sequel at launch for a new console xbox is getting halo are they there uh <laughs> <laughs> supposedly uh i mean the interesting here is thing is to read about it, the possibility of co-op that uh-huh. sounds like an interesting premise um how do you implement that though with like i guess everybody will want to play Aloy, um. <laughs> and and i guess everybody just suddenly gets these cool head thing the the c thing so everybody can on the same level um but yeah, I I assume the thing has been in development since after the game was released. Obviously, the game left it left a teasers as to what the uh, follow up would look like and that kind of thing. So Did uh, you it's ever not play shocking. Frozen? No, <laughs> no. But everything I read is everyone's like, this is super important to the overall story of the game. So I'm like, yeah, should I play that? Sh- probably should. <laughs> at some right? point soon. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of missed it. Um, yeah, the, I think the, for the co-op thing, my preference and what I think would work best, I guess, is it's a completely separate mode because I I, I don't want my Horizon single player experience to be maybe co-op or you can opt in, opt out co-op. I prefer just to have a, a like the first game just a solely single player thing where i can run around get my collectibles and whatever but then if they have a separate campaign on a smaller yeah. map or something but it's you could still run around with some friends or it's a, a similar version to the the main map or whatever but then they could change all the gameplay mechanics they don't have to give everyone the scan whatever thing that aloy has and all this sort of stuff because she wasn't the only person fighting these but the machines you know like it's, it's not like she was the only one capable of fighting them in the the world everyone else in the game also fought the the machines she was just the badass one taking down the the big ones and whatever yeah. else but if you judge off the um artwork from the first one the concept art teasing around a co-op type thing it seems i mean you could, you could set up a thing where it's like one player needs to hook it here another place needs to player needs to hook it here and then someone else can jump on top and go for the takedown kill 
it's kind of what I read from the, you know, like it, they could turn yeah. it in. They could they could change Horizon, which in the first game when you're playing it single player, the puzzle is as a solo player making sure you're using the correct weapon and weapon type and then hitting the enemies in their correct spots to hurt them. That can translate the co-op. You just change the way you do it, where it's about you got three players and each player has to hit it in a certain spot together at the same ish time to be able to take it down, you know, instead of yeah, focusing it's on less, the- less dark souls like and more monster hunter like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that yeah. could be a thing. And if you do separate, if you do new characters, the co-op of new characters, you could do like that cool thing where the three characters in, in this, we're going with three. Cause that's what's in the artwork. So I'm just saying three, yeah. let's say it is three. And in Horizon Zero Dawn 2, whatever it's called, you could bump into these characters at either the start or end of the co-op storyline to like kind of to, to give a sign that it is connected. Like, hey, there's these characters. And then you can play the co-op and find out what happens to them after Aloy meets them or before Aloy, Aloy met them kind of thing, you know, just to kind of tease it all together or whatever. But yeah, I think just having a completely separate experience would make the most fun most sense yeah uh all right Hopefully so we'll just... next thing is ubisoft watchdogs all their games ps5 uh once again from video games chronicle because apparently they've got the juiciest um ps5 leaks and next gen leaks at the moment ubisoft has suggested it's prepared to delay its games plan for the end of this year should xbox series x and playstation 5 be postponed due to the coronavirus like input employees in many industries in recent months, game developers have faced the logistical challenges that have arisen from the switch to remote working. The closure of the ratings boards and shops has further complicated the process of creating and releasing games during this pandemic. And several key titles, such as The Last of Us 2 and Wasteland 3, have already seen the release dates delayed. We'll get to one of those in a minute. So far, Microsoft and Sony have claimed the climate will not disrupt their next-gen console plans uh, for later this year with both platforms holding the reiterated their intention of launching late in 2020. However, there's still much uncertainty. Ubisoft CEO, Yves Gilmont, I believe I've got that one right. I think I've got his name down. Uh, told yep. the New York Times that the company's release schedule hasn't been significantly impacted by the switch to remote working. He said that Microsoft and Sony had, quote, made it possible for our developers to keep using their dev kits and to continue creating our next generation console games even as the company's staff worked remotely however Gilmore expressed a willingness to delay those games if ps5 and xbox series x miss their end year target he said quote we are not seeing significant impact on our timelines but we're in touch with all our partners and if there's a need to adjust to order to do what's best for them and their players we will do so Ubisoft has committed to releasing several games for PS5 and Xbox Series X, including the previously delayed Watch Dogs Legion, Gods and Monsters, and Rainbow Six Quarantine. VGC understands that at least one of these titles, Watch Dogs Legion, is currently aiming to debut alongside next-gen consoles should there be no significant disruption to production. So my big question with this is, is Watch Dogs just repeating its fucking history from the first game? Because that's yes. pretty much what it sounds like. And in case you don't know what I mean, uh, anyone listening, Watch Dogs 1 revealed prior to the, the PS4 generation of consoles. They're like, it's totally a PS3 game. It's totally a PS3 game. PS4 gets announced. 
it's totally going to come to both consoles. It's totally going to come to both consoles. Nah, can't do it. It's now a PS4 game. And this now appears to be what's happening with this one, right? Or am I just getting <laughs> reading too much? What, what do you reckon? No, it's definitely, they're definitely wanting to hit launch window. Um, if not launch day, I would suspect. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me they would say, hey, if it's delayed, we'll delay our games to go in line with that. Uh, I mean, yeah, it makes sense to be, to release those franchises like on that new console when everybody wants new games to play on that new console. So, Do you still think it's coming to PS4 as well? I mean, if it currently works on PS4, then yes. We would assume it was, seeing as they were planning to release it back almost now. <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. That's what I'm saying. Wouldn't be the first time this, this stuff's happened. I don't... I don't think they released a release date for the original Watch Dogs like they did with Watch Dogs Legion and then delayed it and then said it's not coming to previous consoles. Bit untrustworthy. Also, Watch Dogs did come out on PS3 and Xbox 360. Did it? Yes. You for real? Yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. I've never seen that in my life and I thought it was just completely uh, didn't come out. I apologize, dear listeners. What the fuck? What what were the change? Does it have a Wikipedia page of uh, potentially changed features? Given the the because I I thought they just canned it because they were struggling to get the game to work. No, Does, apparently the frame rate looked different, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, definitely did come on PS3. The frame rate looked different. That's a sentence for. Yeah, it ran like shit. Yeah, <laughs> listen, it was a PS3 Essentials title, what? so you know it sold good on PS3. I'm legit confused. I seriously thought that game was just canned on PS3. I thought that was the whole thing. No, you're thinking of, you're thinking of the Vita port that got canned. What? <laughs> <laughs> I remember there being a whole uproar, like when they. Um, because there was a whole thing of people being like, oh, they revealed this as a PS3 game, but it was secretly a next-gen game, and now they've screwed over us, and the, uh, like, and the game runs like shit, and now they've canned it. So it's now the game runs like shit, but they released it anyway. <laughs> is what is what you're telling me the the true story of, of what happens here? Wow. Yeah, I guess so. So confused. What the fuck? I can't. I can't. I can't imagine. There you go. You learn something every day. All right. I've been living a lie. This is one of those moments. This is a shock to the system, Ash. Yeah. I've legit been living a lie. I thought a game didn't exist. That does exist. Do you know how this feels? (laughs) Not not really. All right, I want to go into Predator Hunting Grounds thoughts. Uh, got my review code on release date, which was Friday, of course. So I've only been playing it for a, f- a couple of days. However, I pretty much went ham on it on Monday. No, Sunday. Yes, I was like, what day? What day? No, Monday. Yeah, today's today's Tuesday. 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 Yeah, I went ham on Monday. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we're recording on Tuesday. This comes out tomorrow morning. 
yesterday, I went here. Yesterday, I put a decent amount of hours into the game. So I'm up to like uh, my my level. I think I'm nearly I'm nearly level thirty in game. Uh, I I would feel comfortable to say I've I've played somewhere between like fifty to sixty matches at this point. I like there's no in game stats, but I would feel pretty confident in, in in that rough estimate so i feel like i've got a hold on now the one key factor on all this is the amount of predator matches i've played is six to ten somewhere in there and the majority is of course the ai so but we'll get into it so in case you don't know what predator hunting grounds is uh we did briefly talk about the beta it is a uh what will they call this genre again I can't remember the, the keyword. You know, it's 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 four v four v one. So multiplayer game where four people are playing uh, mercenaries. They get dropped into this jungle. You get given objectives where you have to go to places and gather evidence against terrorists and all this sort of stuff that no one really cares about. But there are objectives, and you have to kill AI enemies, and then. There's one other player in the game who's playing the Predator. So it's 4v1. Or 4v1 versus the AI yeah. enemies will shoot either of you. So you got them as well. Uh, now, there are several win conditions, I found out. I've, I've got several different wins and losses now, which I, I has been interesting. So if you're playing the fire team, you can win by completing all your objectives and escaping via helicopter which is pretty much just a play on the original movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger and his team get sent in in that movie and they've got an objective and then they, of course, get to the chopper and then they try to try to escape. Right. So that's one way you can win. Another way you can win, kill the predator. Of course, it's one way. Just kill that motherfucker. Um, another way, uh, kill him and capture his body. And then you get a reward for that. Uh, another way is the predator kills himself, and you, the rest of you are li alive still, and that's good. Um, <laughs> so, and the I had a match where I think uh, the AI enemies killed the predator, <laughs> which was an interesting one because when the predator goes down, there's a short period of time when you're playing as a predator where you can activate a basically a suicide bomb and then if you're playing as a fire team and he activates that you have to walk up to his body and you have to do this like sort of puzzle thing where it comes up with i think it's five empty slots and down the bottom it'll have an image of like imagine if it was in our language it would have down the bottom like a and you had to cycle through until you find a and then click x and then go to the next slot and it could have like uh, the letter F, and you got cycle through to hit F. However, it's all in predator language, so they're kind of like these weird symbol things. Anyway, so you got to get the, that puzzle right. If you get it wrong as the fire team, he blows up and you all die. Um, but I think the AI enemies killed the predator one match because he was halfway across the opposite end of the map, and me and all of the people on our team, it's popped up and said the predator's been killed. Uh, de deactivate his bomb before it goes off. So then all of us, me and these three of people, just literally just stopped what we were doing. We're like, 
I guess we win then. And we just threw all of our shit on the ground. Like, was, like, throwing our ammo packs and med packs just spamming on the ground. And just sitting there just under the whole, like, crouch up down, crouch up down thing for fucking, like, a solid minute. And then next second, the Predator just blows up, but we're outside of the blast radius zone because he's on the other side of the map. And then it just goes <laughs> to this cutscene. It's like, the Predator's dead. You win. Escape. I'm like, well, that's fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel how does that dude feel dying to the fucking ai enemies and the ai in this game is terrible so it's like come on what are you doing um so that was that that's fun times so there, there's several ways you can win the predator dies kill the predator capture the body uh if you if you kill the predator and um deactivate his bomb if he manages to set it off for instance you can then have to protect the body from a whole bunch of ai enemies will come and if you protect the body then you can basically send it out and you get extra xp and rewards at the end of the match because you've actually captured the predator body if you're playing as a predator you can win by um killing everyone <laughs> the the win the win objective when you're playing as the predator is a lot less open for interpretation compared to when you're playing as a fire team it's like kill them at the start of the match kill them at the end of the match but either way kill them or the ai enemies can kill the fire team at which point you will still i mean you, you win that counts so you can go claim the trophies i guess yeah. um so the moment to moment gameplay is pretty much it's if you, if you played the beta or heard us talk about the beta, it's the same except for it's running slightly better. However, I'll get into all the... I'll, I'll save all my bugs and complaints to the end. I'll, I'll talk about the positive first. The objective stuff as the AI team is whatever. It is really just to lead you from one point to another. So it's like, go here, you press square and a bunch of shit. You, you, you're slowly clearing objectives. You stand and protect something for a couple of minutes as it processes something, some computer or fucking something that's not super exciting, whatever. Um, all it is is to slowly, slowly lead you through this map until either the predator finds you or decides it's a good time to come fight you or whatever. Eventually it says get to the chopper, then you, you, you go for the chopper. Fighting the AI enemies is... I mean, here's... They will stand there and just shoot you. They don't move. They, they do literally run in like their PS2 era Call of Duty enemies or something like that. They'll just run in. They won't take cover. They'll shoot you. However, I will say... If you go to him, they will still kill you very fast. Like they, it, they, it, when they start shooting, they will kill you. In fact, I got knocked down by one because I went a little bit too Rambo uh, the other day when I was playing, and I, I, I got killed. So I learnt my lesson there. Um, the the fun of the game comes from you're you're walking around, you hear rustles in the leaves, you hear the like the predators' noise in a tree, you, you hearing it. Headphones is a must, I would say, for enjoying this game the most because there are lot, lots of little subtle sounds. Even uh, the predator is quite loud when he moves, so uh, you can be walking around and you, you'll hear kind of off in the distance like fud, 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 fud. You're like fuck, what is that? The predator's over there, and a lot of this comes to marking. Like you press up on the D pad, and you can uh, either mark the predator if you're looking directly at him, or you can just generally mark an area and say you've seen something over there so sometimes when i play matches if we're as a team we're waiting for a computer to process some information or some bullshit objective and you just everyone's kind of watching the trees especially if you can hear like off in the distance 
and then everyone will just start if someone spots him everyone just starts marking and then you see the predator jump through trees and whatever you get i would say the game's more fun when the predator player knows what they're doing and then you're also playing with people that kind of know more what they're doing because i think the boring matches are kind of the ones where and i've done this the first time i play as predator is just jump down there start spamming buttons to try and melee kill everyone but that's not very predatory-ish like that's not really how a predator attacks in the movies and it's kind of just a lame way because either the predator will jump down he'll spam square he'll kill everyone or he'll jump down spam square miss someone and eventually uh he'll just die like he'll either win that fight or he won't win that fight because predator can die quite fast if you are all shooting and actually hitting him at the same time or he can just kill everyone quite fast so and either way it just doesn't play into the as someone who's a fan of the 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 movies having a predator just come down and go fucking twirling around like a a maniac trying to kill everyone spamming buttons just doesn't fit it's not super exciting i much prefer to have and i think the, the way the game's designed is supposed to be played is sneak in try and find a way to pick off one player at a time uh you can literally as when you're playing as a predator you have a uh, several tools so you have uh camouflage let you turn pseudo invisible i guess if you're not if you're not moving you're more invisible uh you have your heat vision tracker you have a, a scan thing that can lock onto noises you can kind of track noises a little bit better as you level up you unlock more things including a um like a net gun so you can net enemies uh disc blade thing that you uh if you're watching the trailers you've seen like a whole different bunch of uh, weapons he's also got a healing predator also has a healing gun thing to help heal himself um and i think there's some other ones i haven't seen or unlocked but you're supposed to kind of net someone when you unlock it for example drop down get the kill or you can catch if one of them mercenary people kind of separates from the three other people uh three other players on their team you as a predator are supposed to be like ah stupid drop down sneak up behind them stealthily take them out and then jump back up into the tree lines because the one thing that's kind of cool is playing as a predator is you have it the way it works is actually quite good which is you can climb up trees with the press of a button which is x and then if you hold forward with analog stick he will pretty much just constantly move from one tree line to another tree line and they call it predator call part predator it's some play on the word predator and parkour but it works it's 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 quite fluent and makes you move around the trees of ease and whatever else um so that's how the game's supposed to be playing what it's supposed to do the number one thing holding this game back is several key factors number one of which is it's still buggy even after that it's it's a lot better than the beta however there's still lots of bugs audio bugs um enemy ai glitch bugs uh frame rate issues that cause obviously first person shooters to be a pain in the ass uh texture pop in uh ro- low resolution textures that just kind of make the background as you're trying to aim at stuff just look like a turd and be kind of distracting um and then the number one issue amongst that sort of stuff is matchmaking and i'm calling them bugs because you can you can click quick play find match 
it'll say estimated time if you click fire team or no preference, like 20 seconds. And I did a bunch of matches in a row where it did take that long. It took like 20 seconds for me to find a match. And then sometimes I'll be sitting in queue for five minutes and then suddenly it'll say no connection, can't find a match. And it's, it's not that no one's playing the game. It's just that its network features are, and its matchmaking features are shithouse and it doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. Now, if you want to play the Predator, I've not seen anything estimated lower than like four minute wait time if you want to play the Predator. And you'll have to sit in the queue for that because everyone wants to play him. And honestly, I don't really mind that because it was basically the same when we played Friday the 13th, which is, this is the yep. same developer. If you ticked off the, if you ticked the only preference as you wanted only to play Jason, you were going to sit in queue for a lot longer because everyone wants to play the cool bad guy character, right? Yep. So that's fine. If obviously the matchmaking works and the estimated times it gives you are actually accurate, accurate, and th then they actually put you into the match when it connects you to one, not send you in a weird loop and connecting, can't find match, connecting, can't find, all this sort of shit. It's like, come on, what are, what are we doing over here? Um, and then I, gu I guess my final thing that I'm thinking at the moment and. Of course, you can find... Well, I'll have a written review up, ExplosionNetwork.com, sometime in the next couple of days, presumably. Maybe maybe by the end of the day, this is up if I get lucky, but at least I'm hoping by Thursday. Um, the only other thing is it has three maps, by my count, and they're all sort of similar because they're all just jungle maps where there's a different main thing in the middle of the map. So one of them's like a construction site, another one's bunch of weird buildings but they're all just jungles with different things um so in, in, more variation in the maps would have been great different locales different locations that feel completely different uh different ways for the predator to hide different ways for the predator not to be able to hide or uh you know some where he's at a huge disadvantage some's where uh, the predator gets a huge advantage i don't know would have been cool and then also i think it would be a lot more interesting for this game to currently contain a hard mode and or also weekly challenges or something to kind of be striving for and that's maybe just a setup with what we're kind of used to in games i play a lot of or the real popular ones you know play a lot of apex legends but of course you got fortnite and whatever else but like this doesn't have a season pass or, or battle pass or any of that sort of stuff but also just having daily challenges weekly challenges to aim for to give you something to do other than constantly click quick play and just play a match uh, and, and unlock stuff like that would give you something of a drive. And then I also think adding a hard mode so you could queue up purposely that you want to play hard mode where you, as a, if you're playing the fire team, you die a lot quicker. You actually have to play st strategically. And then if you're the predator, also you'll die quicker and you have less resources or something. I think a mode like that for people who want to play this like quote unquote seriously you know like trying to be yeah. more tactical about it i think would have been a great inclusion because obviously at the moment as i'm saying there's a lot of weird the predator jumps down just spams a button and flips a coin to see if they win or not so um that's kind of annoying so they, they could be two and these are things that could get added of course um oh yeah. and the, the one other thing i should mention and i 
<laughs> I'll say now, I thought of a funny video last night when it, or, that I may or might not end up doing, which was, so the game has loot boxes and they're not loot boxes as the, the proper term. There's no microtransactions in the game at the moment. I don't know if they're planning to, to do an Activision and add them a month after release, but there's no microtransactions Ooh. in the game. The loot boxes you get for leveling up and you can get them by you earn in-game currency by completing matches and you can also just find it randomly in levels it's called like verbatim or something like that it's you can yep. like you can walk in a level and just see and you pick it up and all of that's what you use to buy the in-game loot boxes no way to spend real money so it's whatever uh, and all that's in the loot boxes is cosmetic shit so hat for your character fucking change the color of something for your character uh weapon skins you know like all this sort of typical shit right none of it's super exciting but that's what it is but for some reason i kept unlocking them last night to the point where i had at some stage 20 unopened and i was like i wonder if i can get to 50 unopened and i'm at like 40 something now and i'm like if i get to 50 maybe i'll just record opening 50 and that's like a clickbait video right just He's, yeah. he's opening 50 Predator loot boxes. Let's see what the stats are. Like, if I open one super rare weapon out of 50, I can say, well, statistically, one out of 50, you get yeah. a super rare. I'll do the maps for people, you know? I've got the ability to do the the <laughs> stats for people that they uh, might be after. Yeah. yeah. But that's, I mean, that's Predator Hunting Grounds. It's, it's if you like Friday the 13th, uh, it's less janky for sure, especially at launch, less janky. However, it's still fucking janky and, <laughs> and you're honestly probably going to get the most fun out of this game, much like Friday 13th by playing at least in a team of four or three or four, uh, as the fire team, you'll get fun that way. You'll get the most fun out of this game. If you have a, uh, five friends private lobby one's a predator four's a fire team go have fun i'm sure because that as we talked about friday 13th many times went over the years doing that sort of thing kind of just do, do, you lose the factor of the jankiness because you're kind of enjoying having more fun so yeah, yeah. predator hundred grounds um any questions about the game or <clears throat> anything since you played the beta or no I think you covered pretty much everything about the game. I feel like just the genre of Friday the 13th would probably helps with the jankiness of that more than this, which is, is more, we're more used to seeing uh, more uh, better, <laughs> less janky games in that genre. So Are we there? <laughs> Don't know if you remember the one that 2K put. <laughs> no, but like third person game. shooters and that kind of game. Yeah. Oh. And all these aliens and predators games, and the only yeah. the only one I, I think the only alien game that everyone loves <laughs> in like the whole isolation is isolation. I don't know if there's a predator game that everyone loves, but so don't know if it's got high standards. So you're saying it's the best predator game ever? Best predator game ever! Explosionelk.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, also, if you're like, oh, score, Dylan. I don't know. As I said, review a couple days. I haven't thought yet. Definitely probably it's definitely not high (laughs) (laughs) but also i might be higher than some other people because as much as it is janky i'm i'm i am enjoying it when it works and when the the matches are 
thrilling sort of fights between people and the predators like doing a good job at tracking us and my team's not fucking being idiots like there, there are some good times to be had and i've had some really tense matches where like i the best match i ever had super intense match predator was good they were playing well picking us up i was the only player left me versus predator it was literally the plot of the first predator movie i was only player left my team's fucking dead i have no health packs left i've got 40 hp there i am like like the predator's like running at me i managed to knock him down he activates his suicide bomb there's a a period of time where they the predator if you shoot off his uh face mask and then i think shoot him in the head enough times he he can't activate it but he gets activated because i by the time i ran up to him i was out of balls i don't know it's a whole story he activates his bomb then of course i go i do the puzzle now point this out i've at this point i've done the puzzle once and i've deactivated a bomb once However, in all the other matches I've played, anytime someone else does this, they blow us all up. So, not to blow smoke up mass, but I've only seen one person do it once, and it was myself. So, I'm like, you can do it again. I bring up the menu. I literally kind of go, don't want to rush it, because, you know, like, it's just take your time. Don't rush it. So, I'm like, mm. and it's really annoying, because it's if you've seen the President movie, um, at the end of that movie, when he activates the bomb, he does a really human laugh in the background constantly. He's like, ho, 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 And it does it in the game, and it's really fucking annoying to hear just in the background. And then also, you've got the bomb ticking noise, like, and it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. And I, like, get to the last thing, and literally, like, that that myth, that gene, like, like <laughs> click the thing, <laughs> click go. It's, like, deactivated. I'm like, oh, thank God. But then also... It's like, oh, cool, now I protect the Predator body. I'm on 60 HP and all these fucking mercenaries are coming for me. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I managed to, like, survive, I think, uh, I don't know, I think I had, like, 11 HP left and I managed to kill him and save the Predator body. Felt like the most badass motherfucker ever. But, yeah, that match was great. So moments like that, Predator's fun. However, that ain't going to be the majority of your matches. Matches, yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Let's get into the PlayStation news, of course just got main one thing to talk about really there's only, <laughs> really there's a really only one thing to talk about. so let's let's uh i don't know how it really go let's just start with the what happened first so uh monday morning wake up and several people online several different outlets uh several different people i follow on twitter i see straight away talking about last of Us spoilers i say what the fuck so i get up out of bed quick fast head to my pc I start going to some trusted websites because I'm like, I don't want to hear no fake news bullshit. bullshit. All right, get the fuck out of here. So I head over to Kotaku, IGN, whatever. I open up legit places and i like, cool. People are confirming this is <coughs> real. So, and uh, the one that I ended up quoting for our, our story on the website was that Alex Walker wrote that there was gameplay video with content that i won't reference here because of how big a spoiler it is and another cutscene that dot 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 well it completely ruins the story so reading that i was like what the fuck <laughs> you know like what the hell's going on here uh and then interestingly there was apparently also leaked multiplayer footage of some sort whether that be uh test footage like alpha footage of it just you know like i don't mm. know like how far they're into apparently working on that but i guess the only positive out of this whole leak is to go apparently there's multiplayer whether that's going to be there at launch now or it's going to be something that comes after i'm pretty sure at this stage we can kind of say 
most likely going to be something that's added on at a later date because it feels like it, they would have officially announced it by now or even been like, hey, this will come like a month later. It seems like the multiplayer might be something that comes three months later, you know, kind of really yeah. late sort of add-on thing. But So just to get the whole story out, though, so that's Monday. Then on Tuesday morning, as of recording this morning, uh, wake up, Sony, Naughty Dog, Sucker Punch, I'll put out these things about release dates, whatever else. Last of Us has been now got a new release date. That's the first thing, June 19th. So it only ended up being delayed a couple weeks in the, in, in yes. the scheme of things. Uh, and then Naughty Dog put on their Twitter about the delay, uh, the leaks. And they said, quite, we know that the last few days have been incredi- incredibly difficult for you. <laughs> Which I found a funny sentence. I'm like, it's difficult for me. How's it been? <laughs> How about you guys? You know, like, uh, we feel the same. It's disappointing to see the release and sharing of pre release footage from development. Do your best to avoid spoilers, and we ask that you don't spoil it for others. The last of us part two will be in your hands soon. No matter what you see and hear, the final experience will be worth it. Uh, Okay, so let's we'll come back to Ghost of Tsushima. Let's just, of course, tackle the whole uh, Last of Us thing. So you wake up, Ash. You open up your phone yes. like I do, I presume. Yep. Yeah. How do you see the leaks? How do you feel? What, what's your initial reaction? <laughs> uh, yeah, so on Twitter, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, oh, okay. That's weird. And then, you know, went about my day. <laughs> 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 like, oh, Dylan wrote up the news story. Good. <laughs> wow that's the most anticlimactic thing i've fucking heard i mean yeah it's a terrible terrible situation i think um i think the most difficult thing is we don't know the truth as to what why they're out there uh obviously the rumor going around it's a disgruntled employee dog ex-employee um apparently didn't get paid for their work uh, but we don't know that for certain. It could be obviously the workflow at the moment is a bit different. So obviously they're sharing different assets and that kind of thing mm-hmm. over the internet. Someone could have potentially gotten into that somehow and hacked that footage and decided to leak it online. Um, unfortunately, we don't know until someone comes forward and they're not going to come forward no. because they're going to get their ass uh, sued and will likely never work in the industry ever again. So... Uh, yeah, it's disappointing to see all this circulating. Obviously, uh, seeing people talk about the actual spoilers on Twitter and uh, trolling uh, big outlets, asking questions directly about the spoilers and that kind of thing is disappointing. And uh, what are you going to do? At least we don't have that much longer to wait, I guess. For those who want to play the game, it's like eight weeks. So uh, just delete social media you don't need it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i it's I not sh- like you need to know any news at the moment no i straight away just muted everything i could think of so i did the hashtags and last of us is like a three-word yeah. mutants whatever i did what i could obviously it's gonna be really annoying if it gets spoiled um i think the this i think the disgruntled employee thing is I'm, I've seen enough people talk about it to say that's probably true, including, you know, there's people like Jason Schreier tweeting about it, saying that he, that's what he, he's hearing on his end kind of rumor. So it's not just coming out of Reddit, 
you know, like it's it's yeah. it's it's people being like, I, I I'm pretty sure this was what it is. Which on, on that end, it's it, it's it's totally because, and I've seen a lot of people being like, well, maybe this is what Naughty Dog deserve because of blah 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 blah. But on also, even Jason Schreier, who wrote the piece about Naughty Dog, tweeted. No, this isn't the way to go about it. You know, like because it's no. it's it's you're you're trying to punish the management management, yeah, or, or of a company who are doing you wrong and whatever. And the person, the people you're actually upsetting and causing the most damage to is the creatives at your company. You know, yeah. everyone that you worked with and was involved in this thing, and potentially a lot of people who are. Could have the same or similar grievances to you, and they're just now even more upset because they're like, "Well, I've got grievances with management, but now also everything I've put so much work into is getting leaked." leaked. Yeah, that's yeah. It's it's definitely not the way to go about it. It's it's a horrible way to go about it. Um, literally the worst, <laughs> I would say, way to go about it because you you're, you're hurting potential allies if you ever wanted to you know do a organize some sort of strike or a piece you know like a legit way to kind of speak up and out about management issues at naughty dog you're 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 killing all your allies you're literally striking the branches at your own tree as they're coming out you know what what a what a fucking idiot (laughs) i mean yeah again legal issues (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. I can't imagine you ever being allowed to work on any project that requires any kind of secrecy ever again. No. If you found out, yeah. And I would presume they would find out who it is. I feel like they could definitely I mean that there, there are key elements here. There's key who has access to this gameplay or this thing or this build. There's dates yeah. apparently in the video there's, is what I heard. Yeah, there's dates, there's like level debug notes in yep. the footage apparently so um, so they're factors that could help narrow the the field of people who are down and also on the whole oh like th- yes this is probably caused most likely caused because of everyone working at home right if they were still at the studio they probably wouldn't have they probably have security factors in place to stop people being able to stick footage on USBs or upload it to yeah. Facebook or what have you, right? Um, but I mean, that's just the world that we're living in at the moment. There's They had to keep working on the game. There's no way around it. Like, this is just worst case scenario. This is the kind of thing that people feared, I think, when we started talking about working at home. You know, leaks and this sort of stuff. And um, Naughty Dog's the one that's copped the, the worst end of that stick. So it's just a bit unfortunate. Um, another argument I've seen going around is, will this now ruin sales of the game? No, it won't. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I think the, the key thing that everyone kind of forgets, uh, and, and admittedly I do sometimes for certain subjects as well, uh, living in the bubble that we do and I'm including everyone listening. Right. So I, I often sometimes forget that I live in this bubble of living and breathing the the news cycle and what's happening right be it in video games movies tv everything we we talk about here right 
And then also people listening to this and people that listen to video game, movie, podcast, or whatever in general, they're more attuned to the new structure as well. However, I can guarantee that if I got a list of people who have currently got pre-orders for The Last of Us Part 2 at my local EB game store, and I somehow could get in contact with them and said, have you heard about the league? Almost at least high majority of them would all be like, what? There was a leak? They don't fucking know. Like, I can guarantee mo- most Sound people would Yeah, I can guarantee most people wouldn't have a clue and or would not care. You know? Yeah. And I mean, it's not, at the moment, it's not like widespread. You have to actually look for them. Um, although a lot of uh, major websites have put direct links to certain threads uh, in case people they- feel the need. Who? Yeah, I've seen like Polygon in different places. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. Like straight to reset error and that kind of thing. So, uh, no, don't do that. I mean, if if I, I think some people are like of the mindset: if I just see it, then I won't be able to get spoiled anymore. Than if somebody just randomly, at least I've got the, uh, there's a sense of control over just watching the content rather than it being somebody else submitting the putting the leaks onto you but that kind of thing um but if you do see the leaks guess what it's it's not going to ruin the game for you i don't think um even though i've seen a lot of negative response to like the actual footage shown uh, i feel like in context it'll play different and yeah i'm saying people at complain that point of the game and i'm like yes is it story or is it gameplay is it a it's a mixture of things one i've noticed is uh People are upset that they may be taking some progressive uh, story beats, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I've talked about that before, so I'm expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so maybe the people who aren't going to buy the game now that they've seen that, they shouldn't have been buying it in the first place. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too much into that because theorizing potentially leaky type stuff, but like it, that, that's something I talked about and was... I was annoyed about the the trailer, right? Is that what we were talking about? The my whole remember the trailer dropped, uh, the last one dropped Maybe. last year, and I was straight away like, I everyone was no, it was one that they showed during State of Play, right? The last one they they showed where everyone was like, this is the best thing ever, and I was like, yeah, it's cool, but it appears they're doing a fucking shitty storyline between Ellie and oh. <laughs> Riley here. Uh, not Riley, whatever. The Donna. <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. I was like, is that what the- Not that specifically, but- Similar, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's similar, I've, I'm kind of going and expecting that. And I'll tackle that as a critique when I get to it. Or maybe in the context of the game, I won't feel so bad. I don't know. So I'll wait. Mm. You know? what, what, what a crazy theory. How about I just wait and play the fucking game? That's crazy, you know? Oh, but Dylan, you was yeah. critiquing the trailer. I was critiquing the trailer. I'm allowed to critique the trailer. But then I can also be like, oh, wait, some play the whole game. Okay. Judging the whole product here. Let's let's just chill out. Um, yes, yeah, so that's unfortunate. Release dates. Release dates. <laughs> Ghost of Shame is interesting. Yeah. Interesting that they. It's only a few weeks. That's an interesting change. Uh, and then to push Ghost of Shame. So Last of Us is ahead of it. They have that bit of gap between the two releases. Yep. Uh, interesting. Was it in the works prior to this, or is this like a snap reaction to the leak 
Nah. Do you think? I don't think it's snap reaction. So, yeah, Sucker Punch, uh, uh, Sucker Punch, Ghost of Shame, a new release date, July 17th. Original release date, June 26th. So, uh, that's moved up a couple weeks. Last of Us is stuck Back. in. Uh, it's been moved back a couple of weeks. <laughs> Four to a couple of weeks. From June to July. And then Last of Us is in June now. Yeah, back further into the year. Oh, I call that forward. <laughs> Move it forward into the year? It's not back. Back is backwards. It's forward, been moved a month. Forward into the year. What the hell? What's wrong with you? Um, so, Sucker Punch on Twitter said, they have certainly been challenges in adapting to the game development and a work from home environment, but thanks to incredible effort from our worldwide team, Ghost is nearly ready for release. There are a few finishing touches to apply and bugs to squash, so we'll put these extra couple weeks to good use. We hope you're all staying safe and we can't wait for you to play and we'll have many more details and gameplay to share very soon. I, the key thing for me here is uh, we'll put these extra couple weeks to, to use. And the way that is worded makes it sound like since we've been handed them, we'll use them to good work. Not, we needed these extra few weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, my, my theory for this is because the other thing people are bringing up, I've seen online this morning is why the fuck did they say delayed indefinitely and then only move the release date up a couple weeks? I think they pull last of us because they, they want to make sure they can hit store shelves and put it out a time that makes more sense and get the discs organized and all this stuff we've talked about before, right? All the many factors that yeah. play into this story. Um, so they, they pull it at the time and they say indefinitely because they currently have no plans. Then they start hearing musings. Last week, we didn't talk about it on any of our pod, uh, or no, two weeks ago, I think, or a week and a half, two weeks ago. There was GameStop officially announces they're going to start opening more stores. Sony might have heard word of that earlier to, to when that information kind of went public. And we're talking America here, right? But America is a key factor in this story, I think, obviously. Um, so they're like, we're going to start opening up more stores. Not that they already closed that many, apparently. Uh, no. They get the manufacturing stuff in check. They managed to get all their blank DVDs or whatever the fuck <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> they get that all Blu-rays. They get all the Blu-rays and whatever in check, you know. So they, they got that sorted. So they have everything they kind of need. They hear about more stores opening. They're like, well, stores are going to be open. America's probably fucked anyway. But uh, we've got to <laughs> do what we've got to do. And then they decide, yeah, well, we'll move. Go they have two choices, which is to either release Last of Us after Ghosts or before Ghosts. And they seem dead set on making sure that last of us comes out prior to ghosts for whatever reason i suspect they had they've had like a mult plan a b c d e f g like running through they've probably had multiple plans where they've switched them around mm -hmm. and this date this leak has forced their hand into making a decision as to which specific date they're going to make it um and they needed to have a concrete date now because then people know how long they're going to have to avoid spoilers, stay off Twitter, stay off Facebook, uh, stay off receipt error uh, until the game actually comes out. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't have been surprising to see this game get delayed further into the year until things are even better. But again, this leak, I think, forced their hand to a degree and uh, like it made them pick option A over option B. Yeah, that would, that would make sense. And I guess... Like, they could have already been sitting on this date at a, you know, 90% click rate type thing. And then 
this, yeah, pushed them over the edge to be like, well, this is the date we've been talking about the most. Do we just lock this in now, get the date out there, tell everyone? Because they could have sat on this date, I think. Without the leak, they could have sat on this date for another couple weeks and announced it was coming out in June, like a lot closer to that period. Just solely because they may have wanted to wait longer to leave any chance of anything else going wrong and causing disruptions to minimal, you know? So, like, why announce it earlier than they need to? And now they've kind of needed to. So, Mm. that's that's how that plays. Yeah, I definitely do, though. I I believe that Ghost of Tsushima is done. Like, and that could have hit its original release date. And I think it's just been moved to, to make way for the last of us. I don't think there's anything else to that apart from that. I, I, that's it. It's been moved for the last of us, especially since we talked about last week, it was classified in Australia. You know, this, that's second to going gold to me, as far as I'm concerned, you know, it's classified in Australia, then it goes gold. That's how the, the structure usually works. So, and that wording, once again, we'll put these couple of weeks to good use now that we've got handed them on a silver platter kind of thing. Yeah. So, not, not, we needed these extra couple of weeks to fine tune the game, which would be completely different wording and a story for them to tell. Either way, games are coming. Uh, the leak's obviously bad, but it's good to have a release date for The Last of Us. Uh, it's good to know that Ghost of Shame is still coming and we don't have to worry too much about it. Got a good solid two months of PlayStation games coming. As long as none of them, no more leaks and delays and whatever else right. happens. Yeah. Yeah. So I prepared a list of words for people to mute on Twitter. Oh, yeah. If good. they don't want Lost of Us spoilers. All right, ready? Uh, T-L-O-U, uh, The Last of Us, Part 2, Part 2 in Roman numerals, Joel, Ellie, Dina, Neil Druckmann, Naughty Dog, Firefly, Fireflies, Tommy, Yara, Lev, Emily, Laura Bailey, Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, SJW, LGBTQ, Sucks, Ruin, Money, Dead, Death, Clicker, Cult, Level, Ending, Giraffe, Arrow, Shotgun, Bottle, Brick, Shiv, Game, PlayStation, Sony, Bullshit, and And. So, with that, you should be covered. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say Ash never did anything for you, dear listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got you covered. <laughs> if only there was a way to just upload that and have it as a uh, auto... Quick. Quick mute quick. type link thing. Yeah, no, that'd be great, Dad. Great job. Yeah, Twitter. Why is that a thing? Yeah, should be a thing. A bit weird. Why can't I mute more than one thing and uh, quickly? Why do I have to do it one by one? Uh, all right. The, the only other thing I had down this week was it was Days Gone one year anniversary. And Yay. I thought I would go over this little graphic that they put up because I thought it was cool. Um, I thought it was also nice to see the game a year after release where obviously had a rough launch, had a uh, rough time in general. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it was just nice to see everyone kind of in the comments 
to this Ben Studios Twitter post uh, sharing how much they love the game and whatever else. So it's it's nice. Like it's cool that God of War had its anniversary last week or whatever. It's a well loved game. You know, cool. It's been out a couple of years. Everyone loves it. It's got ten out tens. Cool. Ben Studio. This is more of a tale of coming up, you know, I don't know. <laughs> so they put out this post. It says, a year ago, players took their first ride on the broken road. Thanks for sharing all the great memories you've had in days gone. Amazing photo, most screenshots. We love you all. 365 days of playing. And the stats they have on here are, and I always find these things mildly interesting. So 250 million hours were spent clearing by players. Also, just a side note real quickly. PlayStation has it in their system that allowed developers to track these stats. Share them. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, so I want to know how many hordes I've killed. I want to know how many hordes of people in Australia have killed. You know, these could be cool things to put. Uh, so 45 million hordes have been killed. 32 million infestations killed. 30 million ambush camps. 30 million Nero checkpoints cleared. And a total of 100 million trophies have been earned in Days Gone. That's a decent amount of fucking trophies. Uh, thanks mm. for sharing millions of photos. 100 million photos. Um, 60,000. What's the difference there? 100 million photos. 600,000. photo mode. Using uh, 600k from advanced. Yeah, advanced users. So I guess that's... Uh, applying filters and stuff maybe it's a difference like 1 million just direct yeah. and then 600,000 more like featured like ones put some effort in yeah uh, open world 342 million encampment visits 88 credits on bike repair what the hell is that? I don't know 40, 450 million collectibles found 655 million dump Dumpsters dive. Right. Okay. Yeah. That was a that was a really small text on that one. To <laughs> really get close to the screen. Challenges. 12.25 million challenges completed. 1.4 million patches earned. 42,000 days played. And 1 trillion? Trillion. Checkpoints earned. Challenge points earned. Challenge points earned. That's a lot of challenge points. And it was 8 billion credits spent on bike repair. Oh, not 88. That makes more sense. <laughs> um, I've got to be honest. So last night, as of recording, as I said, we're recording on Tuesday. Last night, I played a whole, uh, ended up just playing more Predator because I was like, fuck it, I should just play more so I can get my review up for this ASAP and get it done with. But when I saw this pop up on Twitter, I was, I was really tempted to boot up Days Gone and give it a go on its anniversary and start clearing out some stuff again because I'm so close to the platinum and I still want to go back and get the platinum. And I, th I look, I can't get on here and a hundred percent confirm because as I said, I didn't jump in and try to play it, but I would like to believe. And based on everything that Kieran's told me, because Kieran obviously played days gone early in the year. It does sound like the yep. game is a lot in a lot better shape than even when I played it. And when I played it, I think over the, the weeks I played it, whatever, before I reviewed it, that it was slowly getting patched to, to be in better shape. And by what Kieran said, it's even better shape now. So I think if you're like, I tried to play it at launch, it was trash, it was too buggy. Fair enough. 
completely fair. Makes sense. If you heard it was buggy and didn't want to play it because it was a mess or whatever, maybe now's the time. You know, it's a, it's a year old. The Last of Us, in case you didn't know, is coming out in June, so you've got <laughs> you've got time. <laughs> there are things to play. Maybe you don't care about Final Fantasy. I would implore people to give Days Gone another go because, as as again, as much as I gave it, what did I give it six six point five, whatever, because of technical issues or whatever. I really do have a soft spot in my heart for Days Gone and especially its characters and story. And if I was doing, honestly, if I was doing a list of like just my favorite PlayStation 4 stories, experiences, taking out of account of like any technical or gameplay issues or what, what have you, Days Gone is definitely going to be on that list for me. Honestly, it's... I, I know I've said this many times before, but I just like to reiterate because so many people have a hard on for shitting on the game, having not played it or not played much of it or, or what have you. But I, it's it's a long journey, but it earns its character moments and it earns its character beats, and it it, re- it really does make you feel like you're just playing this massive thing. And also Sam Witwer, what a guy, great guy in that game, great 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 old Deacon performance, great guy, you know. Plays Darth Maul, in case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, he's had a good year. <laughs> yeah, what a what a guy, what a what a what a good guy. Um, so I'm hoping uh, PS5 will launch with Days Gone 2. No, I'm not, because that would seem like it's very rushed. That's, that's crazy. That would be very rushed, and uh, I don't need another t- uh, buggy Days Gone. Thank you very much. But yeah, I, I really inspire me to hopefully go back and get that platinum. So hopefully, maybe. <laughs> This is Platinum Explosion Special, where myself and Kieran are replaying The Last of Us and discussing our adventure ahead of The Last of Us Part 2. Today we're talking about the Left Behind DLC that released several months post The Last of Us' original release. Um, that was a whole mouthful, really, now that I'm thinking yeah, about it. Was, you, you, yeah. you like, it kind of sounded like you hurdled over left. It was like you almost <laughs> went to say last as well at the same time. <laughs> the it last was, of us uh, left behind. The left. I was like, okay, sure. We got that. It doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, so there are two parts <laughs> to the story, basically. Uh, the first of what, uh, which is kind of, I think, quote, like fixing or explaining for people who care to, to, to know some more backstory stuff to a problem that was in the original game, which is that uh, where we literally ended last week's episode, because of course in that game, it's like, as I was, as was joking about last week, how does Joel get on the damn horse? How does Ellie even get to the snow? All this sort of stuff. If they never did this DLC, I would have been happy to just be like, eh, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not. To I would suspend, been, yeah, yeah it's like, suspend your belief. And I think yeah. they, they took an opportunity to answer these questions while at the same time telling the story of Ellie. Like I think their their initial intention probably was just to tell the story of Ellie and her friend anyway. Yeah. Um but I think they just took advantage of it being the right occasion to fit in this section of the story to kind of give more context about what happened here. Yeah, and it works, so um, so we, we, we do find out that Ellie snuck Joel out to this abandoned uh, mall, supermarket complex, whatever it is, looking for medical supplies for him. Uh, she was trailed there by a bunch of people left over from the university, of course, um, and she still ends up having to fight a lot of them, including, 
And this is the one big important piece from this DLC that I hope we get to see more of in uh, The Last of Us 2. The only time in the main game and the DLC, there's one section in this DLC where you get to interact with the human enemies and the infected at the it's, same time, and you can lure them to attack the other enemies. It's, 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 yeah, it's a fairly large section for it. It happens right for like the last kind of sections of this uh, DLC. And I was thinking about it. I was like, holy shit. Uh, first, it was a thing that I never like fully kind of grasped the concept that in the normal Last of Us, everything is very separated. Yeah. And it's very interesting being like, L- yes, literally game- every level will be like, this level has humans. This yeah. level has clickers. Like, there's no yeah. Real- there's there's separation. Or okay, you've gone. You've come to the clickers part of this of the game now. Mm-hmm. And I think this shows a. It's almost like the game developers looked back at the game and went, "You know what? We missed an opportunity here for this," and they took used it in this DLC. Um, I, which I, I googled thought- it after playing because I was interested to know if it was something I spoke about, and I found an interview where either I can't remember it was either Druckmann or Bruce. One each of the game directors, of course, they said that there was something they wanted to do for the original game. However, it, as the release date get got closer and closer and closer, they couldn't get the time to work into yeah. fitting it into the game. Um, so then they just stuck to one enemy type per encounter. Because I, I really loved it. Like I, I loved those sections. Like the first section where it comes apparent where um, there's both clickers and. Uh, humans in this section. I think I lured them all to one spot and then I threw a Molotov on all of them because, you know, easy kills for everybody. Um, I thought it was, yeah, really good. I think, you know what, overall in this DLC, the gameplay aspect of this DLC was very good. In terms of, I don't think, and I can't, I can remember it a little bit, but I was on edge for a lot of this this playthrough of playing as Ellie when you're playing in the present. There was something about the sound design and the, the really eerie, jarring almost like music that they used to kind of provide more suspense that, especially the section where you're walking through all the water and um, where the runners come in the first time. I was just on edge. Oh, that part's and, scary as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is, the, what is going on? Like, um... And it was just, yeah, I just did, I don't feel that playing normal Last of Us. And I think it's just because I'm playing as Joel, who has act- who has access to all these weapons and has access to, uh, is able to capably fight hand-to-hand with things that attack him. Um, you have the ability to craft weaponry. You can use a lead pipe, a baseball bat, whatever you can grab. Ellie's just kind of, you know, if they get close to you, it's like, well, fuck! I've got a dagger that I've got like this little switch, uh, pocket knife that I can switch use. Blade. Yeah, yeah. switchblade. Um, yeah, it just makes it more suspense. And you know, towards the end of it, Ellie just becomes Rambo. Like literally, <laughs> like the amount of people you kill in that last section is like okay, shit. But right. it's great because it, by the end of it, she's literally like, "Is there any of you other fuckers out there? <laughs> Come out now! Don't or I'll fucking kill you!" Like literally something like that. Yeah. So she goes like full bad- badass at the end of it, which is great. Um, yeah, and, and and most of the uh, quote unquote gameplay of the DLC is when you're playing in the present period, of course, and yeah. then mostly in that last section, that major battle. But overall, I would say that di- honestly, this DLC is like it's 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 y- y- I can't say that it's better than the main game or worse because it's a weird thing to say. But I would say like from start to finish when it comes to 
pacing between the story, the narrative, and the gameplay. This DLC does what were uh, right what I was talking about. They do wrong last week, yeah. Especially replaying, it. and I know this this only came out several months after the main game, but the way the fights uh, worked into this one make more sense. They're not randomly thrown in and whatever else. So it kind of fixes, well, not fixes, but it just seems like when they were able to create a, a smaller experience, they were able to get the gameplay, the story balance. Yes, down the way they definitely. probably wanted to. So I think, and it shows that they were able to learn a lot more from it. Like they, they, they learned a lot from the experience of The Last of Us. They listened to the feedback of the audience that play were able to play the game and get their hands on the game, and they prospered because of it. Which is really excited when it comes to The Last of Us Part Two. Um, yeah. I think it shows development there, so I'm really excited to see what we get with that. Exactly, um, and that this whole section, of course, ends up with uh her sewing up joel and then she ties him to the back of a sled or something and off they yeah go. she's got like a little sled and everything yeah, that she made so and then we'll yep. pick up from there next week of course uh but then the other main section of this dlc which is basically old narrative stuff is this tale told about uh ellie about i think it's like three weeks or around there roughly prior to the start of the last of us in which you find out about her friend riley and um, we also learn that Ellie's mother abandoned her at a young age. Uh, it, a lot of this you learn either through the dialogue, if, you're, if you don't run off and do your own thing and you stick to Riley or whatever, and the optional conversation choices, of course. By the way, I got all the collectibles, all the optional conversation choices and everything in one go. I, I was like, wow, great. <laughs> <laughs> Trophies were popping. I'm like, this is great. I'm not, this isn't going to happen when we continue our main playthrough, but whatever. This deal's a great. Um, did all that. And then also, if you open up the collectibles uh, stuff, she already has a couple things in there, including a letter from her mum. Um, so that's all just on her person that you can miss if you don't open that stuff up. But, um, so you find out that, uh, yeah, her mother abandoned her and her mother, uh, entrusted Marlene to look after Ellie. And pretty much in this letter that you can read, it says that uh, Ellie's mother explains that she's, you know, she's like, I never wanted a kid. Sorry. I don't think I could do it. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I wish you luck kind of thing. Marlene will look after you. And Marlene, we gather from listening to, to, to Riley and whatever else, is, of course, happy enough to look after Ellie, um, but she f really wants to keep her out of the Firefly business, which I would say, with all the theories flying around that one uh, the new character we see in The Last of Us 2 trailer is potentially Ellie's mum, I think all of the Marlene pushing Ellie out of the Firefly stuff would make more sense if uh, Laura Bailey's character is, in fact, going to turn out to be ellie's mom because then yep. it's like she was trying to keep her out of the family business i guess or whatever um and we also learn a little bit more about what ellie was kind of doing on a day-to-day -day basis which is that she was pseudo living in this kind of army training boot camp thing um she literally uh, runs off when she's supposed to be doing army drills soon and they're being trained to not only kill uh, infected and stuff and how to deal with that but also literally being trying to kill fireflies because fireflies are yeah. the, the enemies which makes it uh, quite an interesting dynamic and, and is why when Riley shows up at the start um, pretends to be a clicker and all that sort of stuff that the first thing Ellie does when Riley explains that she joined the fireflies is look outside to see if there's any guards or anything to protect uh, Riley from um I'll, ask, I'll, I'll go for the next little bit, then we can get you like, thoughts on Riley and stuff. But we, mm -hmm. we, we find out that Riley had a, a spat with Ellie uh, some time ago. 
And then she kind of left for for a while, it seems. Long enough that Ellie presumes she's 40 actually days, dead. 40, 40 days, days, was it? Okay. 43 days, she says. In the, the so discussion. over a month, and Ellie's like, that's the ages. My friend's probably dead. Uh, and then, yeah, when uh, Riley breaks in, and the two of them then uh, head off to find this uh, well, place that Riley's taken to, this rundown abandoned mole or whatever. Um, in general, how do you find riley as a character especially like a, a, at the introduction of this because the one thing i i do want to bring up as we're doing this all is you told me last week after we finished recording that you had watched a let's play of this or whatever but you hadn't played hadn't, it yourself no i hadn't played it and i hadn't actually watched it i just oh, kind just of read, read the like the, i just kind of read the what exactly you want to okay so even for. better so so because riley I'm, and ellie's relationship is like the best part of this DLC. so i'm not a fan of riley Really? I'm really not a fan of Riley. There's just there's there's certain sections in this that really not not frustrate me, but just like like there's one part where they get into a mass they get into a pretty big argument between the two of them mm-hmm. and it ends up with like I'm fully in support of Ellie in this argument. Like I am Ellie, you are a hundred percent. I think you're supposed to be though. Yeah, you're a hundred. But then in the end, it ends up with Ellie getting almost guilted into backing out of her argument and backing out of what she's angry about. And I'm just like, I'm just, it just, I don't know. It, and then there's the other thing that, and I think it's, it took me out of this DLC a little bit the whole way through, is just how stupid the decisions are of just stuff they do in this mall that I'm like, what? Like, I get it. You're still teenagers, you're kids, but you've been brought up in this shitty apocalyptic world. Why are you making such terrible decisions? So in that, I would say that they think, they think this mall is just run down, abandoned, but still within the confines of, the, the the area they're living in and that it's perfectly safe. However, you can literally find a note that's one of the collectibles in the game in one, on one of these rooms that's left by a guard where he writes, I'm having more and more infected sneak through every day through the mall. You need to send people to help me, but you're not going to fucking listen to me because you're all fucking stupid. Fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. It literally <laughs> says something along those lines. So it's... It, that's how I take it anyway. They think they're perfectly safe. Like, at it's worst, just, the only people that are going to catch them are uh, the soldiers, the guards. They're not they're infected. They're but like, even, oh, then, not even then with the guards and stuff, I'm like, yeah, she says the point of, oh, won't the guards see? It's like, the lights, oh, yeah. no, but there's no external lights active or something at the moment. And I'm like, yeah, but still, like, there's still more light than anything. And if there's any kind of windows or anything in this mall, yeah, there'd be some kind of glow oh, coming off of it's, this place. It's a hundred percent silly. The whole thing is stupid. Like it's but. just, it's just it like, and that's the thing where I'm like, it just took me out of this character that I was like, I was just, I don't know. It was just seemed very, very stupid and dumb, and like, I still enjoyed the relationship between the two. Like, I didn't hate the relationship it was just some of riley that i was like i thought you know you, you would be a bit more um across everything i guess what mature the, she the, a i'm bit pretty sure mature. You, you're supposed to, i'm pretty sure the 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 character they draw of riley is someone who's a hothead 
firecracker who literally snaps in a fight with Ellie one day, marches off, joins the fireflies, and now comes back, sneaks around at the whole place, steal these fucking water pistols, nearly gets killed, all, all to make up to her, her friend, and all risking this in getting caught and or killed. Like, she's highly irresponsible person. She is. <laughs> the- no, she is. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things where I'm like, man, this is, uh, this is a whole new level of dumb. um so the two explore for the majority of this dlc which is why there's not really specific things to break down it's just more of a this section is all more of just an experience and i'm going to say that if you don't enjoy riley as a character then a lot of these little things probably aren't as fun no no like no like the when i can suspend my annoyance at just how like i think for the first up until the merry-go-round i didn't have my overall annoyance yet of like the the stupid well, the mer- decisions. merry-go-round did it, like, that's the, it. Ma- no 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 but it was just like <laughs> the like the turning on the electricity i was like my god this is such a terrible idea and i understand now why ellie got bit and <laughs> everything else that happens i understand what's going on it, but like stuff with like the i really enjoyed all the interactions in the halloween store um i i enjoyed like the little bits and pieces like the throwing the throwing the bricks at the car contest or something to do and some kind of fun to interact with but it was just yeah i didn't like there was just little things about riley i was just not a fan of it's fair Cause, well because that's, I mean, that's what the majority of DLC is, and it's mm. why I like it so much, is that it's literally go on the merry-go-round, spend, I think it takes five minutes of me clicking X, tell the next joke. That joke book you can tell afterwards just goes forever, and you can just do it, and they'll laugh at some jokes, and there's other jokes where Ellie will say it, and then Riley will be like, nah, someone too funny, and Ellie will be like, nah, I guess it's, it's not that funny, next one. And all of this stuff just adds to both of their characters, but characters, but I, I think more importantly shows you a lot of behind the, the door of Ellie. I think yeah. What this did, not only did it add, like kind of add more information about Ellie, and you know, Ellie's already says puns and dumb jokes all the way through The Last of Us, so it's kind of like more. But you, know, you gave, now know who who and where she formed that. Uh, bond I know. For I know. I know. I know a lot more about Ellie beforehand. I remember the the, the closing moments of this DLC. I felt so proud of Ellie. Like I felt so like just like how much she's dealt with in the the small period of time since she's been bit everything that's happened to her it just you know it's it's and it's even just the slight like the changes in her appearance and just everything from when from that period of time from the past to the present um in the shot where she's kind of looking down at joel while she's on the horse before she rides out it's just um it's it's yeah it's 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 one of the it's one I've always said I, I have a very strong um, appreciation and connection with um, Ellie the same as I do as Clementine from the Walking Dead series because I feel like we've been very heavily in, involved in her growth and her maturing and um, her character arc so yeah to see that it was just very it shows even more because. Even at the point for the start of The Last of Us, Ellie has gone on some, has already grown more in that small period of time since the mall incident and everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the other, well, what, what, what kind of makes this whole DLC bittersweet in the end is that once they go through everything and in those final moments, and I think it's an easy detail to miss, but after they have the water fight and everything, 
um, Riley then takes uh, Ellie's Walkman, puts on this song, and begins dancing. And the two of them, two of them, yeah, which is the, the, the stupidest part of the whole thing. And if you've watched any zombie movie, you can obviously tell what's going to happen next. But either way, um, <laughs> the, the two then share a kiss, which I think the DLC does a good job at building up the fact that they have more than just there's definitely, friend yeah, there's, feelings there's for each other. There's more than just friends throughout <laughs> the whole thing. Like, it's not, but the, the, I like that it does it normally. It doesn't make it like some like crappy TV shows or no, no, no. some video games where it's like, oh, these two girls like each other. He <laughs> he. It does it in such a normal way that normalizes like how it should be. It it just me. It shows it as this is society. And this is reality. Like it's well, so. Good. And also, like in what in apocalyptic world is Ellie like what? Like this is unnormal, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm sure that's exactly. not, uh, or, or people considered this unnormal at a point in time, I guess. Um, but the uh, the key thing I I felt like pinning, pointing out here that people often miss is that Riley actually tears off her firefly pendant when Ellie mentions how sad she's yes. going to be when they yeah. go. She tears off her firefly pendant and then they kiss. And people often fly over the fact that she does that because they focus on the kissing part and, oh my God, Ellie's gay. And that was a whole thing, of course. And then for some reason, when people watched the Last of Us 2 trailer and they were like, what? They're kissing? I'm like, y'all didn't play the, la- <laughs> the Left Behind yeah. DLC at all, <laughs> did you? Um, but yeah, I think the fact that she rips that off obviously signifies that she was going to tell the Fireflies to get fucked and stay there with Ellie, which well, then makes I- everything else that happened didn't even Sadder. think they were going to get fucked. I just thought those two were running away together. Like, All I that, just got know, the impression it, that Ellie wasn't going back to the army boot camp. She wasn't yeah. going back to the Fireflies. They were just going to leave them all and go in their own direction from here. Either way, that was going to be together. Yeah. And then it yeah, exactly. uh, gets horribly kind of ripped apart from them because, yeah, of course, they, they, they show up, they do a whole bunch of running, they get tear down, they both get bitten. And then I, uh, as to what you were saying before, the like shows the strength she has i think like one of the key questions you can always ask in a apocalyptic stuff that always like comes up and up and again for different types of characters and different types of shows books comics games whatever it is uh is always like why do they bother like why do they even bother still trying you know because there's so many reasons like why wouldn't you just give up at what point and i, I think that's what the f- the finale of this is supposed to be where i see it we got two options Option one, we take the easy way out. It's quick and painless. I'm not a fan of option one. Two, we fight. Fight for what? We're gonna turn into one of those things. There are a million ways we should have died before today. And a million ways we can die before tomorrow. But we fight for every second we get to spend with each other. Whether it's two minutes or two days, we don't give that up. I don't want to give that up. My vote? Let's just wait it out. You know, we can be all poetic and just lose our minds together. What's option three? 
sorry. Now, I'm, I also think they go straight back inside because, of course, Ellie has to get all the shit that she has in the main game, which they actually left back in that room. So you can presume they go in there. But I guess that kind of mantra of Riley's rubs off on Ellie, and that gives her the strength going forward, especially when we get to the section we're up to now in the main game, where she's not willing to give up. And she, no matter how dire the circumstance is, no matter how bad it looks, it's she's going to keep fighting um, yeah. until her last breath, which is obviously something that's going to continue on into her adult years, which is why we're going to have this super stubborn, uh, she'll fucking, she, you know, you better send a hundred men to kill her kind of character in yeah. Last of Us Part 2, I think. It all it's, sort of adds um, up. I will say that, that last scene between the two of them is extremely redeeming for Riley because I did really appreciate that speech. Like, that that option two section i was like you know what I, I love how this is written i love how and look you've got your bad points and i'm sorry that it took you getting bit for me to like you but <laughs> <laughs> um and i think it was a really interesting choice for um for them not to go any further after that section not to go into how they found out that Ellie was uh, like immune, not how or watching Riley turn. They just leave it at that moment and go forward from there. It's well, um, now I may be wrong, and I may just be making this up in my mind. But does she not tell Joel sometime soon in the game, like or at least hint at it? I don't know. We're about to find out. Possibly. Obviously, <laughs> possibly. If, if we bring that up like remember. next week, it's like ah, oh, there. I told you, my brain was yeah. <laughs> searching for searching for things. But because for some reason in my head, I've got this story that I've either made up or it's from the game about her having to see her best friend turn and then her not and being kind of left alone, which is yeah. you know super sad, and fucked up. But I could just be making that up <laughs> entirely. And also, this DLC also for me and. and it also reflects on Marlene for later in this game and the decision in Marlene's choices later on mm. that you know that Marlene in this point, in her past, was trying to keep Ellie as far away from Fire fireflies, as far away from doing this stuff as possible, just live a pseudo-normal life in this army boot camp thing and yeah. try and hold you yeah. and then, Which is important because in the main game, I always felt like when you meet her, you, it kind of makes it sound like uh, Ellie only recently met Marlene. Like yeah. they, but whereas this is like, Definitely. no, they've known each other for ages, you know, the whole life mm -hmm. is what it says. So that adds a lot to Marlene as well in that fact. Um, all right, well, that'll do it for this week's uh, episode of The Last of Us Replay. Of course, you can catch next next week's episode live, live, in the full episode of Platinum Exposure, our PlayStation podcast, or it goes up a day later on the YouTubes, and you can just watch it there as a cutout. Whatever you want to do, we'll be back here talking about uh, Lakeside Resort and Bus Depot next week, and that is the penultimate episode uh, as we talk about The Last of Us. Because the week after that, she's a wrap. Get into the big epic finale. So we'll and see then, you then. And, and then just after it, we get to play The Last of Us Part 2. Shh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs>
that'll do it for this week's episode of Platinum Explosion. Don't forget, you can follow us all on the Twitters by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. You can suggest topics or send in questions for the show by emailing mail at explosionnetwork.com with the subject line Platinum Explosion. Uh, until next week, remember that don't talk about The Last of Us leaks. We don't mention them. That's a safe place here. ExplosionNetwork.com. Feel safe. Remember, have trophy counts. Hey, don't forget you can subscribe to the show wherever you're currently listening, and you can drop a review if you can. Find more great shows like this and more content over at ExplosionNetwork.com. And please consider supporting us for as little as a dollar over on our Ko-fi page by heading to ExplosionNetwork.com slash support. Thanks for listening.